from worlds beyond to right at the gaming table. These are all my fantasy children. Welcome all to All My Fantasy Children. My name is Eric Atano Saez. And my name is Jeff Stormer. And this is All My Fantasy Children. It's a character creation, world building, and storytelling podcast where each week we take your listener prompts and twist them around to create an original fantasy character to populate a shared universe one story at a time. That's right. That's exactly what we do. Yeah, it's the greatest story ever told every single week. I feel like I was week. building to a bit there, and like I just didn't have anything. I just wanted a good affirmation that you did a good job summarizing the show. Oh, thank you. You know, sometimes you just don't need bits. Sometimes you don't need bits. You need content, and that's what we have. That's what the kids are asking for these days. That's I've been what reading. After that's what the kids. That's what the kids are hungry for. We're relating a lot of teen beat. And it's a beating, it's a beat farmer magazine, but no, I've sure. been leading yep. a lot of what like the kids are after. And it's this, this thing called hashtag content. Content. You gotta get content. And I think that's what we have, but I'm not sure. Now, is content videotaping myself cooking vegetables to calming music? Yes, of course. Yo, if we did that, we'd be rich. Um, so- I mean, <laughs> we could. Like, there's nothing stopping us. No. I mean, the only thing stopping us is that we're recording this podcast right now, honestly. Shit, okay, we should probably do that instead. All right. All right, see you later, everybody. All right, good night, y'all. It's been real. Thanks for... So our podcast is good, and we do take a listener prompt and create an original fantasy character every week. Um, This week, I have a prompt for you, Jeff. Are you ready? All right, what do you got? Prompts come to us from Sween Maxine, a Tomb Raider who searches ancient ruins for the magic item to turn back their lover who was turned into a monster. Hmm. Which is... Mm. That's some shit. That sucks. That is some shit. That's some that's some realness. And I thought I saw this prompt, and I've been thinking. Oh, before we do, we have a question from a junior wizard. Can we address that first? Yeah, sure. What's up? Um, we're just building the anticipation real quick. Um, yeah. So, right. question from a junior wizard comes from Sparklefish to our email. Hello, wizards. Random question. How do you manage the prompt submissions? I am hella curious. Do you have a bot to automatically pull all prompts to one spreadsheet, then roll for a random suggestion? Do you just randomly scroll through a social media? I know this is a behind-the-screen thing, and get it if you don't want to reveal the magic. Oh, there is so much magic involved, and that you totally nailed it in that I randomly scroll through social media. Yeah, the way. so my involvement in the process, <laughs> generally speaking... Is I will be driving home from work. We tend to record around six thirty in the evening when I when I'm headed home, and around uh, I'll be about halfway home. I have about a forty five minute to an hour drive home. About halfway through that, my phone will buzz. When I'm at my next red light, I will look at it. Aaron will have sent me a prompt, and then I say, "Sounds good. Sounds good." Yeah, it, there's not much magic there, and I'm. I'm kind of disappointed for pulling back the curtain and like all that was there was a ham sandwich. <laughs> but it's true. We don't really do anything. I just find no, a prompt just, and I'm like, oh, that'd be fun. If it's interesting, we'll, you know, we, we go after, we find the one that, that speaks to what we're excited about in a given week and then we, we go after it. Because the unfortunate part is, well, not unfortunate, but the funny thing is, is this is, Jeff's of course works because it's fucking, what is it, Wednesday? 
Yeah. Uh, this is my, I have a day off, so I just sit scrolling through the prompt submission form channel on Discord, thinking up like tons of ideas. I'll go to the gym and like weigh on this for hours. And then I will dump tons of stuff at Jeff at like right after he's done work, like I am about to do in a couple seconds. I, and I think like, and that's, it, it, there's, that's where a lot, you know, and it's something where during the week we'll talk through and we'll be like, so like, what are we thinking? Like, what is what's a what's a world topic? Like, if if I if I shoot it air and I'm like, this is something that I'm excited about. Like, you do a really good job at finding a prompt where you're like, I think this will bounce off of what you're into, and like, we do a good job. It's, it's where true. the magic happens. Yeah. that's that's the real magic is friendship. Yep, you're not wrong. Um, and so I'll read I'll read the prompt one more time because right. you know this is a serious podcast. We're professionals. Um, yeah, unless you want to talk about what's getting you excited, and then we'll just keep delaying this inevitable, <laughs> delaying the inevitable even more. No, no, no. Save that for later. <laughs> okay, okay, cool. I have a good one today. Um, All right. So the prompt is, a Tomb Raider who searches ancient ruins for the magic item to turn back their lover who was turned into a monster. And I have a lot of thoughts. Okay. And I'm just going to pitch out, like, I wrote a bunch of notes in the... By the way, if you ever want a peek behind the curtain, there's a channel in the Discord called Senior Wizard, Senior Wizard Mobile Note Scribbling. I literally put almost every idea that ever makes it to the show in this fucking channel when I think of it, like, when I'm not a, having a notebook. Anyway, so it got me thinking about a concept that's, like, I was reading on Twitter and, like, you know, I've always liked the images, the term Nightmare Castle. Um, sure. It, it, it is such an evocative image. Like, you know what I mean? Everyone has their variation of it. Like, mine, personally, is Ultimatius Castle from the end of Final Fantasy VIII, where it's this floating, shadowy, very gothic, medieval castle castle. But everyone has their own, like, take on it. Oh, for and, sure. And it made me think about our concept called uh, the Shadow Trolley, where if it's in a nightmare, I thought of it like a nightmare castle. It's in another, like, realm. So I re-listened to the Shadow Trolley episode. These are some quotes from the episode that I'm going to rattle off because this is how deep I go into the show, y'all. Um, Jeff said, the shadow trolley is frequented by people who are desperate. It passes through the ghost dimension. It blinks out of reality, then blinks back in. If you are taking the shadow trolley, it is not a pleasant experience. You have to jump off of the train and jump onto it. Uh, it was created by Rails Tumbleweed, if you need a refresher. Rails Tumbleweed, they were a scientist that wanted the fastest thing to traverse fantasy, created a trolley that ran on essentially the planet's energy, but what they knew as ghost fuel, and it passed through the what they referred to as the ghost dimension in order to get you to a destination. Eventually, Jeff said, there are reports of people hearing voices, of people seeing the dead. There was an ecological disaster that caused the demise of a town called Newkirk. Newkirk was a magical nexus point. So, what I'm thinking, Jeff, is this ecological disaster that you referenced in the Shadow Trolley episode is in opening the ghost dimension, or basically the nightmare dimension, you pulled, it, it, the, the town of Newkirk was pulled into what we refer to as dream space on this show a lot. Okay, yeah. And it's trapped in a nightmare dimension. like a, And that's basically where the shadow trolley goes. When it blinks through, it goes through like the dream space that we've referenced so many times through like clowns and Amy. But mm -hmm. in this case, it's a nightmare space. And the town of Newkirk was like blinked out of reality and pulled into another plane. And yeah. is locked in a... In a realm of nightmare, or the cat, it's just become like, you know, overcome by like a male uh, malevolent presence, you know, something like yeah, that. Yeah, for sure. I love it. That's dope. And our hero uh, will be going into the nightmare castle to what? Free their lover? 
Because we have yeah. to uh, Tomb Raider who searches ancient ruins for the magic item to turn back their lover who is turned into a monster. We don't have to decide like what the quest is yet, but that's my idea. Yeah, I love that. I'm into that. Because another thing I had, I fell asleep on the train um, on my subway home. I commute late and I woke up and like, if you fall asleep on the subway, like it's okay. You'll wake up like somewhere else. But, like, it feels like you're in another fucking world if you miss oh, your sure. stop because of sleep. So I was thinking about if you fall asleep. Sorry, I've been talking so long. But no, if you please. fall asleep on the shadow trolley or, like, it makes enough revolutions around the world. You know, it's done its track enough times. You basically fall asleep and it goes back and forth a hundred times. Does it change to what I referred to in my notes as the PM line where, like, it goes into a nightmare dimension and makes, like, stops in another dimension. Oh, sure. I think, I, I don't even think it's necessarily something that happens, like, over time. I think that's part of just the nature of the shadow trolley as, like, a thing is, like, you know, that's part of also what makes it dangerous, right? Is that it's, yeah. is that, like, it is traversing through ghost dimensions and nightmare spaces and all kinds of other, like, otherworldly you know, outside of reality type spaces. Like it is, it is very kind of hopping in between, you know, very liminal space that kind of makes it sort of creepy and terrifying because, you know, it might not even be that you have to fall asleep for very long. It could be that you, you, you know, you in fending off a skeleton and diving off of a cliff to land on a train car, like just your adrenaline bottoms out. you you conk out for 10 minutes and suddenly you are in, you know, hellscape i love that so the our character and making yes. a character that has to enter basically ride the shadow trolley enter a nightmare dimension yes can is i that, throw is, you a pitch immediately oh, absolutely the prompt is they are exploring ruins plural um yes who searches ancient ruins for the magic item to turn back i their think lover. there are multiple like they're they are going through multiple nightmare spaces oh yeah because there's multiple stops on the train and, like you can't control where the train goes or where you get on and off of the train yeah in this mode i don't think you really have a lot of control no like the ghost the the shadow trolley in full shadow trolley mode you're kind of jumping on and jumping off so i think this is a person who is trying to find uh, their lover who was who was waiting for them in Newkirk oh. is trying to find them through the like nightmare space after, you know, weird other places. They are a they are a they are hopping between dimensions trying to find where the town of Newkirk and the person that they love has been, you know, hidden away. OK, so Newkirk was because Newkirk would essentially be like the nexus point, like, you know, it would be like the yeah. dark home base of like whatever the fuck is happening, because that's where it all started. Right. So this is a person trying to navigate to really the heart of the shadow trolley. And the only way to do that is to ride and hop on and off and see where you end up. Is this a capital H like D&D type hero? Yeah, I don't see why not. That's like they're, they're doing cool. They're doing some cool shit. Okay, so my my pitch... Oh, let me roll the pronouns real quick. All right, can I give a quick side note about Dice, Aaron? Friend of the show, uh, friend of the show, uh, Cheerio Buffet from Tabletop Squadron has given us a gift that will come to us in the near future that, like, I'm giddy with excitement about. We're getting corn dice, Aaron. We did it. We fucking did it. The goal of this show from day one has been achieved. We will have corn (laughs) dice. (laughs) We're done. You know, sometimes you dream... 
and you know your dreams come true in the form of corn dice. like all i've ever wanted was dice with food in it and like we lost those fucking corn dice but they're back we they found these their are way real home. good they look way better than, than the one that we got <laughs> the the with corn in it. yeah they look way better than the ones we got from the burlington center mall <laughs> anyway what was our pronoun? anyway three she her so she is a uh why don't you also okay. give me a set of pronouns for her lover Oh, yeah. That is a one. I got a lobster. Okay. So one. He has. So, yeah, she's looking for she's looking for her lover who was in Dun or in Newkirk and was. <laughs> you almost said Dunkirk. <laughs> I almost said Dunkirk, but I did in Newkirk. Like waiting for her in Newkirk is this is this young gentleman. And then suddenly the city is or the town is gone. You poof. Yeah. Whoop. Ripped away. And so she has to like she knows it's tied to the trolley. So her only option is to, like, hop from place to place and, you know, just sort of see where she ends up because, like, it's sort of a quantum leap. Every leap, new leap could be the leap home situation. Okay. Can she be a wizard? Sure. Jeff, can we get, like, a wizard from D&D 5th edition just to give us some ideas? Yeah, let me pull out my player's handbook. Let me flip to the wizard section. Yeah, the official player's handbook. The official player's handbook. <laughs> wizard. There we go. All right. What is like the definition of wizard according to D&D? A wizard in D&D is someone that uses is someone that has learned magic through the study of it as opposed mm. to so it is someone that is, you know, practicing off of a spell book, off of ritual, off of arcane magic as opposed to a cleric who is practicing divine magic, a bard who is, you know, practicing song, a warlock who has made a deal with a patron or a sorcerer that has some kind of arcane blood. That is like imbuing them with sort of a sense of chaos magic. Okay. This is somebody um, that put in the work. This is somebody that went to college. Okay. So they went through the Chamber Arcanum yeah. in our world. They did the, um, uh, the Gen Astral, like, you know, school experience, came out of Powerful Wizard. My pitch for you is that it, this is this doesn't have to be the traditional, like, you know, poltergeist, like one person's in a locked dimension, this can kind of be like an LDR, like a long-distance relationship. Where, like, they can commune through what? Uh, Telepathy, through, like, speaking stones. Uh, Because maybe they're both wizards. Scrying pools. What's a scrying pool? Uh, Like a pool of water, like a basin of water that you do a ritual Uh and then you see things in. You know, know, every cartoon ever, like every cartoon (laughs) villain ever... Every like yeah. evil wizard or witch, yeah, of course, has a like, bird bath. No, that yes, you can it's Skype the bird bath. In. The bird bath is what <laughs> I'm describing. <laughs> Skype bird bath. Okay, so these two. Uh, what is her name? What's our hero's name? Our What's hero's our name is Alestria Mulheron. Fuck, Alestria. Alestria. Alestria Mulheron. Alestria. That's fucking so good. Oh my god. And so in his name, so she's Lestria. He is I'm looking at fucking um I was in a I wasn't Corvus it was in a bar. Duke. Fuck. What is it? <laughs> Corvus Duke. Corvus Duke. I want to hear your story about being in a bar though. I was in a bar and I was noticing how cool pretty like the names of scotches are. Like, some of them are, like, you know, they're real, like, Lord of the Rings sounding when you read them out loud. But sometimes you're like, oh, like, like this one's called. Yeah, like that or, like, Dalmore or, like, Mortlock. You know, I'm like, oh, those are good fucking fantasy Well, then let's go with Corvus, Corvus Lefray. Corvus Lefray. Okay. So, who his nickname is Duke. Okay, so Duke and Lestra. Duke and Lestra. So he's, his nickname is Duke. 
because uh, he does a really funny, like, aristocracy voice. Sure. He's silly. I think he's a bard. Yeah. And they went to magic school together, but they, like, studied different things. Sure. Um, like, he knows magic songs, magic jokes. I think his specialty is magic jokes. All right. And in his favorite character, which isn't his best character, most powerful, but it's the Duke. And the Duke, like, he pulls up his pants real high, and he's like, my, I love the smell of my own farts because I'm the Duke. What is Lestra like? Lestra doesn't laugh. <laughs> what? Like, she's the kind of person that, like, does not, la- like, loves jokes, but doesn't really laugh. It's just like, cool. I love it. Love it. I, lo- I dig that. I dig that. that. Just very, just very cool, cool. Yeah. Oh, that's, that was awesome. That's hilarious. Very, but we'll very never interested in, like, the, in, like, the, um, the craft of creative. She is a, mm. she is a, um, like a creative tinkerer. Okay. So she's like an enchanter type. Yeah. And she, she's really specifically like, this is a, like part of why she likes, she, she's a, a fan of comedy who doesn't laugh is because she loves being like, okay, I see, like, I see what you're doing here. I love the subverted expectation. That's really like, oh. I appreciate that. And she like picks things apart, which is why I like her being an enchanter. Okay, cool. So she's like a love of the craft, and that's why I think there's a lot of work that's put into Duke's, like, comedy and bar. Like, everybody laughs thinking he's, like, the fool, but she's like, you don't even know that he just put a glamour on you that'll make you laugh for the next half hour. And that's why it's like, oh, I I think, and like, you know, and he doesn't try to make her laugh, and I think that's something that she is really, like... Thank, like, you know, it's, she's really appreciative of it, that she's like, you don't try to make me laugh, you just try to make me happy. He's very off around her. Ah, oh, I he love turns that. Off, he turns it off. Like, he, he's able to switch it off. I dig this. Just like I think she's able to kind of switch off the, the tinkerer mindset and is sometimes able to just kick it back, right? Yeah, and just, like, chill and enjoy things. Like, you know, they always say, like, oh, once you learn to sing, like, you can't watch American Idol anymore because you know that, like, who's really good and who's... Re- like, she's able to be like, no, I know that this is cheap bourbon, but I'm going to drink it anyway. Yeah. You know, like, I don't care if it was made... Like, you know what I mean? A deep love of mixology. Just throwing that out there. I think she's a, she, she has a deep love of mixology. Deep love of mixology, but is not afraid to, like, buy a fucking six of Corona. Oh, yeah. She's like, whatever. I just need, you know, I, I'm just here. I want something that I can that I can sip and not worry about. But, like, if you ask her, she's just like, okay, so, like, this is, have you had, um, have you had a moon crescent, a moon crescent moonrise? <laughs> please, please tell me what's in a moon crescent moonrise. Only using fantasy ingredients. So you can just make it up and lie. The Moon Crescent Moonrise, like, it's really important. A lot of people will try to skimp out on the, on the like, the triple filtered uh, ice water. Like, a lot mm. of people will skimp out on that. But you really need the triple filter because I think it really, you know, it really, it brings out the, the fairy dust that's in, like, you, you've got to get, like, the fairy dust from the rock filters. It yeah. really spikes the water and gives it that, like, effervescent taste and its sort of distinctive sparkly blue color. And then you mix in some, like, you mix in some really, really, it's got to be authentic. It's got to be authentic um, lake frog jelly. You swirl that around the rim. It creates, it gives it that kind of, you get your lips to tingle a little bit. Like, it's technically not the healthiest, but, like, it's alcohol. It's not really supposed to be that healthy. I, I honestly see this as this is a conversation between Duke and Lestra. But he's like, I just thought it tasted good. That is very... Okay, cool. 
Yeah. He's not a sleaze ball. No, he's a but goof. he's a goof. <laughs> he's he's a goof. He's just he's a goof. He's a bard. Like he is the bard. He is in your party. You know who he is. And there's just, this is I'm bringing. I'm I, I, I'm dropping a bomb, Aaron. I'm dropping Drop a bomb. hammer. Um, uh, I'm, I'm bringing it back because we gotta, we gotta. If Harrison is out there doing comedy bits, I gotta. Okay. He way back when we introduced wizard we introduced the concept that there were people that were like you used to be fucking political like you used yes. to be somebody and <laughs> yeah. i think duke is very much the like wizard wizard used to fucking be somebody like and i think like a lot of his comedy is him being like i'm gonna do the comedy that wizard that wizard should be doing instead of pointing of carrot at his crotch damn because he takes he takes comedy seriously like he is a goofball but he takes it very seriously yeah, it's pretty, it's calculated, it's natural, he brings a lot of himself to it. Okay, so he's in Newkirk, and we'll say that they're they're just out of college. Yep. And and Duke got his first gig at the town of Newkirk. Yeah. And actually, so he was, he was to kick off the event of uh, unleashing of, I mean, revealing the newest transportation model That's, in Newkirk. That is specifically like a misspeak that Rails Tumbleweed makes on the day. Like, we are prepared to unleash revealed unveil <laughs> and so he's duke is booked to like booked to like do a stand-up routine right before they cut the ribbon right before like the first ride and he does his routine and everything's great and he's just happens to be in newkirk when the train first starts his engine and like pulls an entire town into a nightmare dimension yeah but luckily so why is Lestra not there? What does Lestra do? Is she just like an adventuring fucking powerful wizard, like blowing up monsters and shit? She's studying abroad. Okay. She is. Um, what she doing? She's, she is like, actually, no, she is an adjunct professor. She oh. is like a student professor at um, Dean Fernhammer's School of Transformation, that it's the name of which I have forgotten. No, it doesn't have a name. We, I don't think we have a name. Great. Yet. Um, yeah, I think she is, she is teaching a class on, like, modifying spells through enchantment. Yeah. And she's like, she's like, it's easy to just cast multiple spells, but, like, you're kind of, you're wasting your own potential if you're not considering, if you're not critically thinking about, like, what goes into every spell that you cast, and how yeah. you can modify it to truly be your own thing. And as she's giving this lecture, suddenly word spreads everywhere that something has happened in Newkirk. So, can I give a pitch that... Uh, Lestra does not ever want to be an adventurer. No. This is not for her. She's very much, um, I'm not trying to make her, like, she's the bookworm, but I am saying that, like, I know me, if I were, like, a bard in fantasy, I'd be like, join a party? What are you, fucking crazy? I'll get stabbed. No, she wants like, to be, she wants to be a professor. <laughs> she wants to study yes. the craft and the art of magic. And become, like, you know, you can become as powerful, you can become an incredibly powerful mage if magic were real. You don't ever have to fucking get experience points by battling motherfuckers. You can just read and get stronger. Yeah. And I think she's like, I'm just, I'm good. Like, I really, I'm really not interested in that. Like, some, you know, some people, as soon as they graduate, they pull out their long staff and they're like, who needs a mage in their party? And some people are like, yo, I'm going to stay right here in, like, my magician's workshop and, like, work on the craft and like perfecting what is it what's her specialty um, we said enchanting but like what what specifically um her specialty is like meta magic um like alterate or like meta magical um alteration because she's like breaking down like the um it's it's yeah she's breaking down like magical effects and so her specialty is adding things to those magical effects 
So like she's like, well, you like, got well, f- give me a cool example. Uh, okay, cool. Okay, um, she's like, okay, so you got a fireball. You can cast throw. You can throw a fireball. Cool. There's going to be innocent people, creatures, things in the range of that fireball. However, mm. if you were to change this rune, flip this phrasing, suddenly you've got wind walls that are popping up in sort of bubbles, a la solar flares. You can, you know, with training and practice, you can adequately put those around the people that you want to protect and suddenly your fireball is keeping safe the people that you want to keep safe okay this gives me a cool uh, it gives me a good like look at who she is and it's someone who like you know the, the temptation when learning magic in fantasy in a fantasy setting would be just to like go balls to the wall and just start shooting off fireballs i think like she's never i don't think she's ever been in a fight fight no you know what i mean like it's more of like no but if i did i would fucking lay waste to you because she knows like she has been she's very studied and she's but she's very green when it comes to like capital A adventure. And that's where I think the conflict of the story is. She knows how to turn one spell into five spells. Yes, and like blend them together to make like incredible effects, which makes me think that like she's like some kind of specialist. Yeah. You know what I mean, Matt of Matt. Like very, very powerful, but does not want to go adventuring. No. Until until she catches Duke. yeah until she catches word that the duke that all of newkirk has vanished into the ether and she has to ride the ca- catch this shadow trolley right and ride it through the pm line to get back to newkirk yes and it's just like she does cuz it's you said you said she goes to multiple ruins oh, so yeah. she just spends the rest of her days like jumping from spot to spot i think she eventually gets to newkirk but i think there it's it's a long period of like seeing like terrifying things and all sorts of nightmare castles i'm gonna throw out my nightmare castle reference point it is castlevania specifically Ah. somewhere between symphony of the night and castlevania 3 or dracula's curse okay uh you know i'm I'm saying there's definitely a, a, a an infinitely long clock tower that she has to climb with flying heads that will try to knock you down an endless spiral staircase I hate those heads. Those heads are the bane like of those. my existence. God, the ones that petrify. Like, come on. Well, not even the ones that petrify. You know, the ones. If you, how Castlevania deep are you? Um, S- Symphony of the Night and all the handhelds. Okay, so you know, the, I'm pretty. If I remember correctly, this is in Symphony of the Night. But there's, do you know the sequence that I think is in every Castlevania game, where you're running down a hallway and there are gaps and there are flying Medusa heads. That will yeah, hit and they you. push you onto spikes. Yeah, and they push yeah, you down. Yeah, the knockback mechanics are exhausting in those games. That's like she. Ha- there's a long segment where she has to fight those things, but like she probably knows enough. Like she knows like a wind spell and a levitation spell that she can kind of combine to wheeze by them. Yeah, can I say that like a note about her? Like she finally is like, I'm gonna do this. Fucking gonna go to like you know she gets a call on her scrying pool that's like hey. We're in a nightmare dimension. Like, you know what I mean? Like, he's like, I'm just joking. The service is fine. Can you come get me? Like, what is the nightmare dimension like? Is he being fucking tormented? Or is he hit, like, my first image of, like, it's like Ultimatius Castle, but also, like, Times Square at 2 a.m. I kind of, yeah, I think it's very much like a Silent Hill type scenario. Okay. Where it's, like, a normal place, like, on a tilted mirror full of monsters and shit yeah full of like weirdness and like not even necessarily so much like weird monsters for sure but also just like phenomena like where like weird stuff is just happening all around you know what i mean like there's just weirdness in the air okay 
So the shadow trolley blinks out. New Kirk is pulled in. It's now in the nightmare dimension. It's not in fantasy anymore. She rolls up to New Kirk, and there's just like mountains and ocean and river because we said it's this weird region where all yeah. magic converges. And there's just nothing. But she hears the train. Yeah. She then what? Like, you know, flies up in the air with a magic spell. Like, does she catch the... I'm seeing her being, like, stupid powerful. Oh, I think she definitely, like, catches it or, like, hails it, for lack of a better term. Like, yeah, the train, she's got to jump on like, it. Like, the train comes to her. Yes. Because oh, I, I think yeah. and I think that I, I, I'm seeing her as, like, with a lot of potential, but, like, very scientific where she has to, like, put in work. Like, she's yeah. got to, like, work out the formula and she's, like... If I put in this like flare spell with an ana- like a speak to dead and a ghost sound, if I sort of do all of those and I take this part from the ghost, and she's got to like run formula, and then when she finally does it, the train just like swir- like runs by her, and she's able to jump on it. So what that tells me is this story, like they were apart, they've been apart, I think, for a very long time. Yes, before they're reunited. The detail I want to throw in here. I think it's when we say scrying pool, I think it's multiple scrying pools. Mm. Like it's like she's she knows how to turn a pool of water into the scrying pool. Yes. She knows how to create some semblance of um, pull something from the water that is the rough approximation of like a physical form. Yeah. And so like, you know, whether it's like a water ghost or something like that. So they have like as she's doing this, I like the idea that that like. She has this relationship with this water ghost, you know, slightly demonish version of the man that she loves. Like, I like the idea that, like, she is, you know, I'm throwing in, I'm throwing in a little bit of monster romance to the monster fuckers out there, Aaron. We got to throw it out there. You know, please do. But I think there's like, I think this, it's as she's trying to find, because she wants to bring him back and she wants to bring Newkirk back because she knows that, like, if the person I love is trapped, that means there are other people trapped as well. So she's trying to find these people and in doing so, but she's also like having this relationship. And so I I like the idea that like, you know, she's on the trolley, she's in these places and she's pulling this sort of water ghost version of her love and like having a relationship with this like and like the, you know, they're in, you know, and Duke is feeling the same thing with some sort of like weird all like there's they're creating a moment of connection and they're having this long distance relationship with a physical element to it and it's like a you know it is in its own way it's a love story on its own right love this i also love that i have the image in my head of before they graduate just a fun little thing before they graduate duke and lestra were still in school and lestra's like well i'm staying because i'm gonna do this and he's like well i have to go be a traveling bard like i gotta go entertain the world and like use my magic for good and she's like okay but before you go i have to teach you one thing and it's like how to do this so he can call her too yeah you know what i mean so like imagine uh a really powerful wizard sitting down with like a guy dressed like a jester and her being like, you know, and if you draw this circle in the water with your finger, you say these words, I'll kind of appear. I won't look like myself, but it'll be me and you'll know it's me. Do they have they have a secret password that they say to each other so they know it's each oh, other? Oh, for sure. And I lo- I love this stupid story. I love it. And just as like a closing thing, like how does she defeat the Nightmare Castle? Like how does she do it? Because I know we, we're not an actual play. We're not going to like go through all the beats of her like combat and stuff like what it says she has to find a magical item does he have to like do they just meet does she just have to find him but how does the story like wrap she just 
Like, what is the the moment? Does she finds him? Yeah, they find each other. I think they find each other. Like, I think, okay. like, I think, like, as I think, and I think the realization that comes is like they're navigating for each other equally, and so like in time they have to find each other. Yes, because like she's like you know meet me in Newkirk. It's a fucking huge place, and it's a nightmare dimension. So he's like, well, I'm not just gonna wait around. I'm gonna go find her. He has to, like, fight ghosts and goblins and fucking Medusa heads, too. Yeah. You know, like, he is also fighting his way, and they have to find the power of their, like, little water uh, avatars. They have to, like, basically, like, GPS to each other by, like, passing cute notes back and forth with their water spirits. Yeah, I love that. And I think that I think they find an item that, like, lets them go home and lets them, like, maybe they take the people home, but, like, the city still stands in the nightmare dimension. And, like, what they find is literally, like, an engineering box that, like, for a time lets you control the ghost, the, the shadow trolley. Mm. Like, it's like a key, like a, like a skeleton key that, like, lets you go, ho- like, with the right spells and, like, with kind of an understanding of the nightmare space, which, which Duke has because he has lived here for so long. And he is someone who is innately, like, a people person. So he has, yes. like, developed this understanding of, like, the way that things work. So they together, the two of them, her magical knowledge and his interpersonal knowledge are able to like use this skeleton key and drive the shadow trolley home with the people of Newkirk. But the town of Newkirk still lives in that shadow dimension. And eventually my closing note, eventually it fills. I mean, any space will empty houses will be filled. Oh, but who lives in Newkirk when the people of Newkirk have gone? Oh, snap closing note i really like that though like i like that he's kind of like this pied piper and he's leading these people to be like come on come come on my girlfriend's gonna fucking save us she's like mega strong yeah like and he leads all these people and then she's fucking so strong that she's like yeah i've been in the nightmare dimension for like seven days i'm just gonna draw this circle and bop and like the, the train shows up they get on the train she's like bop it blinks out she's like all right we're here yeah and it's like we did it yay do they stay together or do they stay doing a long distance relationship? I think they stay doing a long distance relationship. I think that they, they realize that because like their goals are still very different. But I think this does a lot to cement them being like, I don't need you here. You yeah. know what I mean? Like I need you in my life, but I don't need you here. There are some people there are some people that feel that way. And I think that's beautiful. It's true. Where it's like they don't need to be on fucking top of each other every two seconds. Like, I mean, I mean, they can be. They have water ghosts. They do have water ghosts. Oh, shit. You're right. Um, But yeah, it's just this beautiful story of like people who don't who like, you know, she traveled to a nightmare dimension to save him, you know. Mm -hmm. But like in the end, it was kind of this like cool teamwork. Yeah. Where she like also hasn't seen him in so long. Yeah. Oh, I love this. I love it a lot. Can we roll on tables? We haven't done that in a million years. Yeah, let's roll on some tables. And then we'll wrap up. Uh, I've got the table. It's the acolyte table. No, it's the sage table. It's the one I want. We always roll on sage, and I'm ready for it. It's good. It's a good table. It is good. All right, give me a DA for personality trait. Oh, God. I should have had these pre-locked and loaded. Um, oh, God, that's for traps. Why do I have a trap one? Okay. Two. I've read every book in the world's greatest libraries, or at least I like to boast that I have. Oh, she definitely actually has. Like, she's to the point now where, like, when she was in school, like, even her professors, she'd be, like, rolling her eyes and they would give her advice. She's like, I actually do know more, a little more than you. 
Love it. You know, she's, I, I, I like the, you know, she has a passion for, for knowledge and education. And that's really where she just wants to be for the rest of her days. And she's really fucking powerful, but can like back it up. That's yeah. the thing. Like this journey would take like a normal mage. Like they would kill them. This she's like, oh, yeah, just jumped on the fucking shadow trolley, walked into a nightmare dimension, was like, oh, hey, there you are. And snapped my fingers and called a fucking ghost train and took a whole city back. I freed a nightmare city all in like eight in like a couple years. It's whatever. And then I'm back teaching. Yeah. She doesn't have to flex. Like, Conjure has to flex. That's, like, her thing. But, like, you know, Lestra doesn't need that whole, like, showy thing. You know when you're that good at something, Mm -hmm. you never have to fucking say it? Yeah. That is Lestra. For sure. Give me a D6 for an ideal. Animal D6, go. One horse. Knowledge. The path to power and self-improvement is through knowledge. See? It's just, I'm fucking reading. All right. (laughs) Fuck battle. Give me a D6 for a bond. One horse. It is my duty to protect my students. <laughs> she doesn't give a shit about Duke. Nah, nah she, she. <laughs> Kidding. I, 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 she, like, she, it really ties into the fact that her number one goal is to be an educator and to be a professor. Yes. She's like, I don't really, I don't want an adventuring life. Like, I did this for the man that I love, but like, I don't want to do this forever. I want to teach people. I want to make people better at the thing that they set their life out to do. Like, that's my, yeah. that's for me. Like, the real shit is that, like, even when they were dating, she's like, look, like, my work is so important to me. Like, this relationship means so much. You know, I adore you. You are great. You're hilarious. But my work comes first, and it will always come first. All right. You know, at this point in her life. I love it. Love it. Give me a D6 for a flaw. Oh, my God. One fucking horse. I am easily distracted by the promise of information. (laughs) You ever get that moment where, like, you hear a factoid, and you're like, that can't be right. That can't be right. Hold on. Hold on. I gotta get this. Hold on. Like, he's like, hey, I have a joke for you. And she's like, hold on. Hold on. A new fucking... This bit of information just came out about, like, what's actually in Fantasy Skies. I I can't... Hold on. What? A There's a dragon? Like, an actual... Hold on. I gotta go. I'm gonna have to call you back, and the water spirit just goes like... Somebody's going to space. Okay, I gotta... I gotta read on this. I gotta read on this. This is, by the way, through a conversation with water people. Yeah. So the water person gradually is, like, turning into a puddle. He's like, hello? Hello, Lestra? <laughs> All right. Like, blah, blah, I gotta see space. Gives that very loving, like, God fucking damn. Okay. All right. Yeah, fine. That's... You do... Okay. Whatever. Okay. It's fine. Okay. You know what? Sometimes you gotta do what you gotta do. <laughs> and that's, I think, a wrap. Jesus Christ. I like Lestra and Duke. I like Rest- Lestra and Duke. I will definitely want to give them a revisit oh, at for some sure. point. For sure. Yeah, that's that's one where I'm like, Lester and Duke, we introduced them. This is like the Eliza and Callahan thing where it's like we touched on them. We're like, there's more in there. Yeah. Um, Thank you so much, Sween Maxine, for your prompt. Uh, Sween Maxine used our prompt submission form. And if you would like to submit a prompt to our show for future use in an episode, there are a bunch of ways to do it. And like, I know we say this every episode, but you should be sending your cool ideas so we can basically collaborate. Yeah. You can tweet at us at AMFC underscore podcast using the hashtag fantasy children. You can post them to our Facebook page at all my or Facebook.com slash all my fantasy children. You can email them to us at all my fantasy children at gmail.com. You can go to bit.ly slash AMFC Discord and post them there. Or you can go to all my fantasy children.com. Hell yeah. While you're there, check out all things All My Fantasy Children. We have a dope Discord with lots of cool people and a really amazing prompt submission channel. If you like the show and you like all things All My Fantasy Children, you want to see, like, behind-the-scenes conversations and shit like that, it's all in there, so come hang out. Um, also, the music for the show is on our band camp at uh, just All My Fantasy Children band camp. You know. You know how it you is. You know how it is. Um, 
Jeff has a second podcast. I sure do. Party of One is an actual play focused on two-player role-playing experiences. Every week I sit down with a friend, we play a two-player game, uh, we share some laughs, maybe a few tears, and we have a really good time. New episodes drop every Tuesday at partyofonepodcast.com. Yeah, go listen to that immediately. Go learn Go learn some shit, because there's a lot to learn. Um, if all, all My Fantasy Children is proud to be a part of the One Shot Podcast Network. There are tons of amazing shows for you to check out, like One Shot, Campaign, Design Doc, and Warda. So go peek into those and see what they're all about. They're all amazing, and they inspire us every single day. They really do. Um, verbal hug this week. I got one. Me too. I'm going to hear yours. Um, I had a moment the other day. I was I was feeling pretty good, and I put it on Facebook, and a friend of mine reached out. Uh, my friend Lucas uh, used to live with him, former roommate, hadn't spoken to him in the better part of a decade. And I had talked about, like, I was proud of the, the work that I was doing on the podcast and other things, and he just randomly was like, yeah, I, I talked about this with my partner, and, you know, we are really, really like, blown away that we knew you once upon a time and like the things that you do are cool and inspiring and i was like fuck like damn it really hit me like something that i want you to take away from this mine is very short and simple is that the things that you do the work that you do the the things that you are putting into the world are being noticed not just by the people that you think are noticing them but oftentimes you're 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 your your echoes into the ley lines reach much further than you realize, and sometimes mm. that is a really beautiful thing. I love that. Um, mine is there's a lot of there's been a lot of like media that's come out like lately that has been very much my shit. Um, I just saw the it remake yesterday, and like mm-hmm. it has always been it is it was something that terrified me as a kid and like really like ruined me. I was scared of everything for fucking ages, yep. and like just but the the story of like people coming together and you know letting go of the things that uh, you know have destroyed them as children and like really overcoming their fears for me i was like i enjoyed it i wasn't scared a single second and i felt this really cathartic moment of like wait a minute this has been a really influential story and like how i tell stories and like stephen king's connected universe is a big reason i do like to do this and then today there's a final fantasy 7 remake fucking trailer that dropped and i'm like Y'all, my one goal with this show, it like kind of clicked in where I'm like, my one goal with this show is to really try to capture that feeling when you're really, can, when you're really enjoying something that you're like, this is my shit, you know, that feeling you get when you think about it and when you like, you know, you're reading forums, I would, I'm just chasing that dragon of finding, you know, hoping to make something that gives you that same feeling that like those things give me, you know what I mean? I think, I think you're doing a damn good job. I'll oh, say it. Thanks. I think you're doing a damn good job. Oh, gee, Jeff, but thank yes, you. Chase after the things that made you feel the way that when you first saw that thing that spoke to you deep, deep inside, chase after, make, put those things back into the world as you, as you take them and you feel that energy, try to put them back into the world when really? whatever form that takes. Yeah, absolutely. Because like, it's, you know, life is fucking unfortunately quite short. So like, just immerse yourself in things that make you happy, that give you a cool sense of wonderment and satisfaction, and do not give any fucking mental energy to things that piss you off and upset you. And that's part of it. <laughs> I think that's it. Yeah. I think until, I think until next time. Good night. Good, good game. game. them i think they're cute i think she's powerful interesting good job everyone i led him to her so i made all the people 
real people gone. It's so sad. Big deal. I made trains show up. Big deal. I gave them engineering box. That just box. I let them move train. I like the way they use scrying pools to talk. Did they make it out? Sure did. Yay! Now we know you can survive crossing over. You can? Yes. Two of them doing very well. I think they're cute. You already said that. Shut up. Now he lives here? Yes. Proved he could live here. Proved we could live here, too. He's gonna be so excited. Don't ruin the surprise. What surprise? He's here. He's so handsome. He's so powerful. To the great demon lord who heard our whispers and answered back, we offer you all that this realm has to offer. Every demon lord needs his castle. Welcome home, Arcana Dim Day.